0: Welcome to Sports Puzzle. Alright, so I wasn't planning on doing a podcast tonight. um, Saturday, 10-28. But I decided to. Because because I kind of like doing it. And the first two episodes was fun. It's only 8 o'clock. I'm just watching the World Series. So I kind of... I didn't write anything. I didn't script anything out. I'm just gonna completely wing it. Basically, I got my phone up the NFL schedule for tomorrow's games, and I'm just gonna gonna go through the games and go through what I think. Um, yeah, um, I like to give a birthday shout out to uh, Kurt Kurt Jancher uh, 1028. Um, his birthday today, so I'll give a little birthday shout out to him, and I'll. Uh, I'll get my other shout-out, my or our the podcast, sports Puzzle um, shout-out for the Brain Teaser. Um, the clue was basically uh, N64, <laughs> Super Smash, floating character. Um, so there's two options, Jigglypuffer, Kirby. Um, and then the other clue was hockey. Um, and then I mentioned he was a former MLB player. So if you think about it um you know Kirby Kirby's the character to to choose and then uh hockey um the puck you know Kirby Puckett. so boom uh and the shout out goes to my uh good friend um Anthony uh Anthony Benson who is uh who is from Minnesota as well um he's a uh, He's a he's a Minnesota sports fan. Uh, real good friends with him growing up. He's been in the Marine Corps uh, for a while here now, and he's killing it. He's uh, well, not litter well. He's just uh, he's moving up in the ranks. He's uh, he's serving our country, so I appreciate that. And his uh um his Twitter handle that um that won it for him is the mn random random hero so uh again shout out to anthony benson for tweeting me first from the brain teaser trivia um again at mn capitalize underscore random hero so thank you for participating and listening to the podcast and uh congrats there's a shout out um and that's also the same guy that I was talking about in episode two about the the trade, the trade kind of rape of McCoy and Cooper for Duke Johnson, Keenan Allen, and uh, Trell Pryor. So, yep. All right. So, all right. I'm gonna get my phone up here and get to the games. Um, all right. So the first games on my phone is showing the Oakland Raiders. Versus the Buffalo Bills, um, this uh this might be a pretty good game. I I am a fan of Oakland. Uh, Marshawn Lynch got tossed last week. Uh, yeah, he probably shouldn't be touching the refs and doing that. So, uh, but it's Marshawn Lynch. He's kind of a character. I mean, pretty stupid, but. It is what it is. Uh, he just got a one-game suspension and got some flack for it. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm going to – let's see here. Oakland-Buffalo. Um. So, this is – yeah, I mean, these, this is a noon game. Most of these next ones are going to be noon. But um, let's see here. For, I'll, I'll start with Oakland uh, against – let's see, the Buffalo. I like uh, – you know, Buffalo has a pretty good defense. I think they're fantasy points-wise for their defense. They've scored, like, 8 points to 10 points, like, almost every week this year so far. Um, so they kind of have a – I know when they traded away Sammy Watkins and uh, I think one of their linebackers, I forgot who, but people were like, oh, yeah, they're selling out, they're just kind of rebuilding, blah, 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 but – I don't know. Sammy Watkins is, uh, I, I don't know what to think about Sammy Watkins. Cause he had one good game with the Rams this year. I did start him when he had that game of like almost 30 fantasy points in my auction league. I started him, but other than that, I mean, he hasn't been doing nothing, it's some tough matchups, but that's no excuse. If you have the talent, you should be matchup proof. So, I mean, bills might've made a good move with Watkins and trading him. Um, so yeah, the Bills are four and two, and the Oakland Raiders are three and four. I I probably would have flopped that. I would I would not have not guessed that going into the season. Um. Oh, so yeah, I'll I'll talk about the players again. Like I said, I was for Oakland. Um, Mark Omari Cooper. I, I like ten plus targets for him this week, which should hopefully, if he doesn't drop all the balls, translate to uh. Hopefully six seven catches for uh you know. 60 80 yards and hopefully he gets like a 30 yard touchdown in there so I like him I like to fire him up as, like a wide receiver too um for sure but he has the risk of I just don't like the floor of Cooper he's got upside but I mean he could get one catch for seven yards um, that could easily happen as well um, but you got to start him I mean he's got the upside he last week so yeah Mark cooper's gonna be decent play um, Derek Carr, I would start him. I think he's top 10 potential here. Even against the Buffalo defense, that's been pretty good. I think Carr, coming back from that injury, I th- I, I, I'm a fan of the Oakland Raiders. Um I like what they got going on here with their defense, offensive line, and their talent on their offense. I think, I, I really think they could be a, a team that could be reckoned with here uh, this year, even still at 3-4, and four. and for the next years coming up here, um, for sure. So we got a running back situation. Like I said, Lynch is out. Um, So we got Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington. Ended up picking up DeAndre Washington in my main league for $4 of the fab uh, free agent budgets. We got a hundred bucks. So I got four bucks. That was totally worth it for me because this week I got D. Henry and Aaron Jones on by so he's I'm just throwing him in there I'm hoping he can get me like I mean that one touchdown run I watched that live and he was he was uh I saw some heart there he was he was like maybe a maybe a 40 yard maybe a six yard touchdown run but man he was he showed some power and some some explosiveness there so I think they might be able to trust him in the red zone I mean Richard's got a a lot of talent, too, as a pass catcher, runner. He's averaging, like, 5.5 yards per carry, I think, this year, or something like that. So I think we will split work pretty evenly. Um, I'm, I'm expecting 10 to 14 carries. Um Probably from both. Eh, that, that's kind of a reach, but I'm hoping at least double-digit carries from DeAndre Washington with a couple pass catches. So I'm, I'm not hoping for much, but I'm hoping for that consistent you know, six-plus points. That might be all I need. Um, so, yeah, fire up Richard um, or Richard and DeAndre Washington. I think they're both low-end RB2 plays this week with the amount of bye weeks. Um, solid flex play for sure even against the Bills. Um, so we went over, uh, I guess we'll go to Crabtree. Um, he had that super clutch. Well, he had the push-off to score the touchdown. It was a touchdown, there was a flag, and they called it a push-off. And then um, uh, then he scored that three-yard just clutch touchdown. That was such a sweet game um, against the Chiefs there last uh, Thursday night. I, that was good. I like Crabtree, I mean – He'll get his targets. Um, Crabtree p- could probably be easily better than Amari Cooper this week. So, yeah, fire him up as a uh, wide receiver, wide receiver two, maybe a low end. Um, again, it seems like the Oakland wide receivers don't have the best floor, but their ceiling, both of their ceilings are pretty high, I would say. Um, Jared Cook is the other guy for Oakland. Again, I'm just winging this, So and I'm already spending – eight minutes on the first matchup. So this might be another hour-long podcast. But um, Jared Cook, he's always had the talent when he was with the Rams. He just – he's pretty good at football and at the position. So I like him this week, but I am starting Jack Doyle over him in my main league PPR just because based on targets. Um, So, yeah, Jared Cook, I I mean – you can start him for sure, but I wouldn't expect a big game. if he scores a touchdown. Even if he does, he probably won't get a lot of yards here. So that's why I'm benching him in favor of Doyle. Um what else for Oakland? We got I mean their defense. I No, nah, I wouldn't start their defense. So I think that's about it. that we're good for Oakland. Um Buffalo Bills, we got Tyrod Taylor, who's been uh, in my auction league. I had Aaron Rodgers, and um, he's down with an injury. So I picked up Tyrod Taylor. I was happy he was uh, available, so I picked him up right away, and he got me 20 points the first week. So against Oakland, I think think he might get 20-plus points again for sure. Um, I mean, Oakland's defense – It seems like the short passes in their linebacker, well, Cleo Mack basically is pretty good. So Um, I think Ty might rush it a bit here. I think he gets like seven rushing, seven attempts for 50, 60 yards, and then he'll add on a passing touchdown for probably 200 yards. I think Matthews, Jordan Matthews, if he's out there in your leagues, I think you should scoop him up. Um, He's got the proven talent, and Buffalo kind of needs him. So yeah, I'd 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 pick him up um for sure. And I I'd I'd start him this week with confidence. Water receiver three. Um so yeah, that was that was Matthews and Tyrod Taylor a bit. Um McCoy, who he might have a monster week this week. Again, I got him with that trade. So I'm thinking uh yeah, McCoy could he could have a reception touchdown and a rushing touchdown with a hundred plus touchdowns you know, scrimmage yards. so, uh, fire him up with very, conf- with a lot of confidence, it's an RB one, uh, who else, um, Tolbert, you know, he could, he could actually get a, he could, if it's a blowout, no, it's not gonna be a blowout, don't worry about Tolbert, but, who else, Jordan Matthews, um, Zay Jones, um, I don't know what's going on with him. There's a lot of hype, and he did decent. I think maybe – no, I don't even think he had one good game, but he might be a stash for the playoff wide receiver if the Bills somehow make the playoffs and they have some momentum and confidence and Zay Jones gets involved. I mean, I could see him being a flex play. Um, What else for Buffalo? Wide receivers. Yeah, that's about – I mean that's it. So I'm I'm done with that matchup. I'm gonna I'll just predict my score here, and I'm gonna say Oakland is gonna win probably by ten points. I'm gonna go with because uh, I really like those two running backs, Richard, uh Jalen Richard and uh, DeAndre Washington. I like they have Crabtree. I I just really like Oakland for some reason. I like their talent. So uh, yeah, I got them by ten. Um, it might be. Might be a decently high scoring game. I'm going to go 27 <clears throat> 21. Oakland. All right, we're going to move on to the next game here. Sitting at 13 minutes. Um, we got all right. I got all this roll with whatever. Cincy versus Indianapolis is the next game. Might be a little pause here because I'm going to just do a little drinky poo. okay so yeah colts versus the Bengals. uh we'll start with the colts um jacoby Brissett. uh yeah he was pretty good for the starts with the patriots and he's proven to be uh i mean he's got mobility he can rush one in for a touchdown and He's not a bad quarterback. I mean, they just they picked him up. So I wouldn't start him, though. But I <laughs> he could be a – No, I wouldn't start him unless you're desperate. He's a desperate play. Um, Frank Gore, shit, he'll probably get 40 yards rushing and a chance at a touchdown. So he'll probably get 4 to 6 points or 10 to 12 points, but that's pretty much his max unless they get – Unless he gets two touchdowns, um, but Gore is still—he's—he's—I think he's gonna make the Hall of Fame for sure. He's just been super consistent. Um, so fire him up as a flex play, RB two in standard leagues, PPR definitely a low end flex play. Um, since he, yeah, uh, Ty Hilton. And Cincy, I think Cincy's going to be able to put up some points, so there's going to be some passes going. Um, I actually like Hilton this week. I do. Um, I could see him getting 80 yards and a touchdown pretty pretty easily here. So, yeah, fire up Hilton for sure. Uh, Jack Doyle, like I have mentioned previously, I'm starting him over Jared Cook just because I have a feeling. He's getting the t- more targets and – I think they're going to have to throw against Cleveland, or uh, Cincy, excuse me, and point, point .5 PPR. I'm just starting up Doyle, so. Yep, Doyle is, yeah, he's top 12 tight end, so fire him up as a tight end one. Um, what else we got for Indianapolis? Uh, other wide receivers, um... God, Moncrief, last year he was good scoring touchdowns with Luck, but this year he's just uh, – actually, Moncrief, he's probably going to score this week, actually, now that I think of it. He hasn't made his name for himself really this year. This is probably his week, so don't start him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he scores. Um, That's about it for Indianapolis. Yeah, Cincinnati, Dalton, start him. He's a QB one. He's top twelve. I'd probably top ten for sure. Uh, he had a, such a slow start, but he's got playmakers around him on offense. Um, so yeah, Dalton's good to go. Um, AJ Green probably is going to be a uh, pretty dang good this week. Probably a hundred yards, eight catches, and a touchdown. Um. Yeah, Adrian will be great this week. But he does have some tough matchups coming up. So, But A.J. Green, he's elite, so he's kind of matchup-proof. Um, uh, Bengals. So we got Joe Mixon, who's kind of the, the lead back now in the backfield. He's been getting his carries, 15, 17, 18 carries, I think. Uh, he's getting the volume. Not doing a whole lot with it, to be honest, but I think he's going to – this might be a breakout game for him, or if, or if uh, Mixon's going to be a good fantasy player this year. There's like an RB two or low end on RB one, like people think he might. This is the game that he proves it, and if he doesn't, then uh. so this is a this is a big test for Mixon here. I th- I think he passes the test and uh, and uh, does pretty decent. I mean, pff, easy 10, 10 fantasy points, double digits. Um, uh, I'll just roll with two catches, 12 yards with uh, 17 carries for 92 yards, and I don't think he's going to score. So, you know, he's still going to get some good points. So definitely start mixing his RB2. High-end flex play. Um, Snoop, wait. No, he's on the fo- uh Cincinnati. What's, his, what's their other guy's? Wide receivers, um, man, can't really think of much more. Probably because Adrian Green is just the man. Uh, I I'll talk about a little bit about Tyler Croft. I guess I uh, picked him up in Fab like two weeks ago and ended up dropping him for Doyle. And I think he might be pretty good this week. He's getting some targets. Uh, he had a big game. He's got to play the Eifert role, and Eifert's been uh pretty good. So. Yeah, Croft could easily have a pretty big game here. Actually, um, yeah. So I, I would start him. He's top twelve. I, I'd I'd throw him in there. Over, I mean Watson already played. I would have said over Watson, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a low end tight end one for sure. Um, he's if he's available in your leagues and you got anybody that you can drop or any, just the streaming tight end option. I'd I'd pick him up right now and roll with him. Uh, Jeremy Hill, no. Um, Giovanni Barnard, he actually might score this week, get six catches. and I'm just, I, I still think since he needs to utilize their uh, Giovanni Barnard's beat, I, I think he's good. I think he's good. So I think they should give him some quick passes. They're down back, and he's a very low end flex play for me. So, yeah, we're done with that game. Uh, I'll do my prediction. Which is, I'm gonna go with Cincy win in. Um, I think it's gonna be pretty close. I think it might be a shootout. Um, not a lot of defense, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Cincy's gonna win thirty-one to twenty-four. Um, so we're gonna move on to the next game on my phone here on the schedule, which is uh, Chargers versus the Patriots. The Chargers have been kind of—they've been on a roll, though. They've been—they've been decent as of late. They're three and four. Patriots are five and two. Um, I'm a fan of Rivers. I like his—I've always been a fan of Rivers. I—I I like his—I uh, love his actually his attitude towards the game. He's fired up. He's competitive, and uh, he talks some smack too. And I feel like i'd be a quarterback similar to similar to rivers um granted he doesn't have a championship he should but um we'll, we'll start with the chargers here i like rivers a lot top seven quarterback this week i think he'll get 18 to 24 fantasy points uh, melvin gordon uh new england has been up and up their ramping up their defense a little bit um, they they were just horrible against the pass and just horrible overall. But they've been decent the past two leagues. They've been actually pretty good. So, um, but I think Melvin Gordon is gonna have a pretty good game. I'd say eighty yards and a touchdown for Melvin Gordon pretty easily, based on volume. Um, Keenan Allen, I think he uh, I think he puts it in the end zone this week and catches uh thirty eight yard touchdown (laughs) I'll just be super specific I think he has eight catches I think he has a good PPR game yeah eight eight catches uh, 90 yards I think he puts it in the end zone too so big game for Keenan Allen um let's see who else uh we got the rookie what Mike Williams I I mean he's not gonna do anything this week I don't think but He's a talented wide receiver. They drafted him in the first year round. So I think they're gonna I think they're gonna try to see what they got going here with them. And I mean he'll get maybe two catches, but yeah, don't start him. But I like to mention him. Uh and then who else we got? We got Malcolm Floyd. Oh no, I'm just kidding. They don't have him. Um That's is that it? Chargers? I feel like I'm... Oh, Travis Benjamin. That's a guy. He's been put in the end zone as of late. He's a returner. Our main league has return yards. Um, but he's a... Uh, if, if your team... And I like doing this strategy. is If your team is just looking like crap with bye weeks and like you just need a spark, man, Travis Benjamin can give you that spark. He could return on for a touchdown. He could catch an 80-yard bomb. Like having that upside on your team sometimes is just important to have. And so if you hit on it, then that could be the difference maker. So I kind of like Travis Benjamin. If you're like, again, like if you're starting some very safe wide receiver and you got some, another running back on by and not much other depth, I, I can't really think of too much examples, but Travis Benjamin, sneaky play. All right. I'll give my, uh, I'll give my um, uh, uh, thinking. Oh, man. Chargers might win this game. But no, no. I'm going with Brady. I, I, I got to go with. Uh, wait, I didn't even talk about New England. No, I didn't talk about New England. We got to talk about New England. So, Brady, he's a beast. Um, he's a goat. Everybody knows. Um, I think he's going to do very well this game. Chargers have been pretty good against the pass, but um, I think he's going to be saw. Everybody's going to start him if they have him. So, yeah, I think he gets 16 to 22 fantasy points. Um, pretty safe floor in this matchup. Just fire him up, obviously. Don't need to talk about Brady much. Uh, Chris Hogan, this guy I got in my main league. uh pfft. He's been pretty solid all year. He's going to get his targets. Um, there's some injuries going on here, so I'm thinking six catches. He's been targeting the Reds zone a lot, so I'm thinking six catches, 60 yards, and a score for Hogan. Uh, fire him up, start him as a wide receiver, too, for sure. Um, Danny Amendola, PPR leagues, fire him up as a low-end wide receiver, too. I think he gets five to seven catches, 60 yards, and we'll see if he scores. So even that, so like eight points, that's that's decent uh, for PPR. Um, What else? We got some running backs here. It's always weird. Gilsley hasn't been good lately, so I'm thinking he's due. I think he's due for a two-touchdown game, which dampers my Brady expectations, but I'm going to say Gilsley is going to score two touchdowns in this game. Uh, Deion Lewis is not going to have a good game at all. I think he's going to have like 30 total yards. Um, don't, I mean, yeah, Deion Lewis, I'm not very, very fond about right now, even though he's getting his touches, uh, Burkhead, (coughs) (coughs) Uh, excuse me, uh, Burkhead, I don't know if he's back. I want to say I read something that he's going to be back this week, but Honestly, can't say for sure, so I won't touch on him much. And if he does play, meh. he's mad because James White is a passing down back that doesn't really fluctuate. He he's like the one New England player that has his position for the running backs, and he's he'll get he'll get his targets. He'll get three to five receptions, maybe more if it's a close game because they trust him, especially after the Super Bowl. Um, so I mean James white actually could be a sneaky play here but he's a flex play I, I would trust him as a flex not nothing more than that I they got b cooks Brandon cooks um he's pretty good he could be huge this game um he's sneaky he's sort out kind of slow but he's has his he's just been brandon cooks and I, he's been like a top Fifteen wide receiver this year, even though he doesn't seem like it. So yeah, I like him. Um, in this game, but again, another low floor. Like Brandon Cooks with Verite, I mean, he could have two catches for nineteen yards pretty easily. So New England guys are always kind of. Chris Hogan's my safest guy on New England. So yep, um, I'll go to my prediction. I'm going to say New England's going to win. I think it's going to be about twenty-seven to seventeen, New England. All right, we're going to move on to the New Orleans and Chicago game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven more games. I I'll probably do a yes, yeah, seven more games to talk about. Besides Monday, that would be eight. But I might not talk about Monday. I might do a separate episode for that. Uh, all right, so Chicago, New Orleans, Chicago. They're three and four. Their defense is really um, is for real. I know last year um, they were underrated with the defense. This year they were underrated with the defense, and yep, they're they're not no longer underrated. They're they're pretty darn good defense. The Chicago, um, it's all around, they have some good players. Um, the three and four against New Orleans is four and two, so the Bears, Jordan Howard, and Mitch Trubisky and Mitch Trabersky, Uh don't start Mitch. Um, New Orleans seemed like a cake matchup in the past, but I think they changed like ten defensive players this year, and they're starting to be a little better now. Uh, so yeah, Jordan Howard, he's gonna be good. He'll get his volume, he gets looks, um, fire him up as an RB2, low-end RB1, honestly. Uh, ooh, Tariq Cohen, a lot of people uh, spend a lot of fab bucks. I know a couple people in my league spent pretty much 100% of their fab bucks on Cohen, which I called out right away, saying that was a mistake, and he's proven to be uh that, that yeah, that was a mistake for sure. He had like one catch for 70 yards last week, but that was when Mitch Chabersky passed like for four completions in the whole game for hundred what three yards, um, yeah. So the, the yeah the Bears last week and the Packers maybe it was two weeks ago they had more rushing yards than they did passing which is kind of crazy for this NFL's era. Uh, so Jordan Howard, yep, we're good. Mr. Risky, don't start him. Um, who else? <sighs> Kendall Wright. I picked them up for like two days and then I dropped them but Kendall Wright could see some looks here but don't start him just watch out for him uh god who's that Deontay Thompson for the Bears he's been pretty good lately uh who they traded for or maybe they just picked up and but yeah I wouldn't start him either I, I don't know what to think about the Bears offense I mean Jordan Howard's pretty much the only guy I'm starting confidently Tariq Collins. a and every week flex play um so yep that's all i'm going to touch on the bears new orleans got drew Brees. he's a start uh he could be dampered this week by the bears defense but pff, he could always pass for 300 yards and two three touchdowns so obviously you're starting drew Brees. uh michael thomas you're going to be starting him as a wide receiver low-end wide receiver one he'll get his targets he'll get his yards he'll be fine uh, tight end. Zach Miller could... Actually, for, going back to the Bears, Zach Miller actually I think is a very, very good sneaky top 10 tight end play this week. Um, So then we got Colby Fleener. Don't start him. He was only good when Sneed was out and he just isn't targeted enough. Mark Ingram. I tried to trade for him like four weeks ago, but I couldn't make a deal happen, which I'm sad I didn't because I did see this coming. Not... Peterson being traded away, but I just saw Ingram being the guy. Ingram RB one, for sure. Until further notice. He's been catching, running, scoring touchdowns. He's been he's been killing it. So start our Ingram is an R B one. Uh Alvin Kamara receiving. He's been killing it receiving, uh, killing it in the goal line too. So that kind of dampers Ingram, but I think it's weird for how the uh, for how the Saints' offenses you think they throw for three, four hundred yards and they're an aerial attack, but it seems like they're that this year. Plus they have two running backs that are like RB one's, RB twos. It's just it's just crazy. Bree's a complete beast. Um, I respect him so much. But yeah, Alvin Kamara, fire him up as an RB 2 uh, PPR leagues, yeah, our high end RB two, I like them a lot. Um, that's about it. Willie Sneed no. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the the Saints are gonna win this game, uh, twenty four to ten. Kind of like the Vikings. I don't think the Bears are gonna do much this week. All right. So no, I'm gonna switch to twenty four seventeen for New Orleans winning over the Bears. Okay, next we got Falcons Jets. Where are we sitting at thirty two minutes here? Um, Jets Falcons Falcons um, three and three versus the Jets who are three and four. And, oh, man, I can't believe they're 3-4, to be honest. They were looking like one of the worst offenses of the decade and just not going to be able to have much talent at all. But they have three wins, so, wow. Uh, We'll go with the Falcons. You're going to start Matt Ryan. He's been a bust this year. I mean, he hasn't been that good. But... I still think you should start Matt Ryan against the Jets for sure. Uh, Julio Jones, uh, yeah, you're going to start him as a wide receiver one. Uh, 100 yards, touchdown, I think will be pretty pretty reasonable unless they get up big and by running the ball and they don't need him. But, yeah, I think Julio Jones will get the early touchdown and big passes. So, yeah, obviously fire him up. You're starting him. Um, Sanu this is, I think, the wide receiver two. Um, I wouldn't start him, but he might. Sc- I wouldn't be surprised if he scored. Um, Deonta Freeman, boom! You're gonna start him. You're gonna fire him up confidently as RB one. He's a beast. He has red zone looks. Um, Te- Tevin Coleman, you're gonna start him as a flex play this week. Um, yeah, he's a flex play. He he could he could come in and get some red zone looks. He could. You know, Spell, Freeman, some passing downs and whatnot. So, yeah, I, Ed him as a flux with the bye weeks going on for sure. And he's one injury away from being a RB1. So, if you have Coleman, nice. Oh, Austin Hooper. I guess I didn't talk about the – no, we're good. Uh, yeah, Austin Hooper. Uh, Geez. He might. He, he hasn't really made a splash for a lot of weeks, so he's kind of due – he might make a splash this week, so you could start him. I mean, there could be worse options. Tight ends kind of blah this year, so it's whatever. Um, so, yeah, pretty much start all the Atlanta guys that you normally would and be pretty confident about it. New York Jets, Josh McCowns leading the team. Now I'm at quarterback at the helm. I, uh, running back, looks like Forte is healthy now. He could start him, but eh, flex play low end RB2, I'd say. That it's Forte, so there's always some upside with Forte. Um Bilal Powell. Uh, <laughs> Bilal Powell. I don't know. I probably wouldn't start him. Um what else we got cooking for Jets? Man. Uh I mean their best player I'd say for fantasy is uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, ASJ, Uh, he's been getting his targets. He's the number one wide receiver on the team. Um, So, yeah, start him up, fire him up against Atlanta. Uh, Yeah. What else for wide receivers? I mean, God, who's that one guy? Curse? Yeah, they got Curse from the Seahawks, who's been decent, but. Yeah, he actually, he might not be too bad in this matchup, but I don't think a lot of people are going to be starting him. So, yeah, Atlanta's going to win this game pretty easily. Probably, like, 30, 39 to 14. Like, it's, it's pretty much going to be a blowout, I think. All right, moving on to San Fran and Philly. San Francisco... Man, Philly's been. Uh, man, this is. San Francisco's going to seven like the Browns. Um, maybe they should have kept Chip Kelly. I don't. I don't know, but I don't think they have a lot of talent. Philadelphia, they had Chip Kelly as well, but they're six and one, and they're like number one in the power rankings, top three at least. They got a all around good team. We're gonna start with San Francisco first. Uh, Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garcon has been a good PPR wide receiver. He hasn't found the end zone yet this year, Um, but he's been a very he's been a pretty rock solid PPR wide receiver. Standard league, not so not so good. Um, But he's good for even against Philly. I think they're not rated very good against the pass defense. But I like Garcon for seventy yards, a few. Probably six, seven catches, I would say. So, yeah, PPR leagues just keep firing them up with pretty confidence. Low-end wide receiver, too. Um, San Francisco, who's your quarterback? Oh, geez. Am I really blanking right now who the freaking quarterback is? Oh, boy. Oh, man. It's not good. While I'm blanking, they're all in seven, so that must say something. Um, I guess I won't talk about the quarterback. He'll probably come to me here. Um, Gosh. Um, Good. Yeah, Hyde, though. Hyde and B- Matt Burita. Burida don't start. Carlos Hyde has been good. He's been good this year. Matter of the matchups, I think against Seattle, he had like 100 and some yards, or against some good defense, he had 100 and like. 30 yards, Um, they keep giving it to him, there was some scare with him, and Burita, hot hand approach, but I I never bought that, it's Carlos Hyde, he has the most talent, so I'd flare up Carlos Hyde as a (coughs) RB, low end RB2, flex play, Um, wide receivers, jeez, who are the freaking wide receivers? Man, I don't know much about the 49ers. Like, I thought I knew a lot about football, but um, apparently I can't even think of the 49ers wide receivers besides Pierre Garçon. So, yeah, I'm done with the 49ers. This, that's that's about it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, moving on to Philadelphia. Uh, the Eagles, like I said, are 6-1. and one. They're looking pretty good with Wentz. Start Carson Wentz for sure. Um, let's see Nelson Aguilar slot wide receiver he's been balling this year he's been killing it so fire him up I was talking about in the last episode about a trade but yeah he's gonna wide receiver too until further notice I mean high end wide receiver too maybe Uh, let's go with Alshon Jeffrey now I think he makes I think he has a big game actually 80 yards touchdown. That's a big game. I, I think it's gonna happen for Jeffrey. Um, he's a rock solid wide receiver too. Um, Legarrette Blount, Blunt. Yep, he'll be good this week for sure. Uh, RB two, rock solid RB two. Wendell Smallwood. PPR leagues, I like him more than uh, Blount. Actually no, PPR I still like Blunt better just because of his red zone looks. But I think Wendell Smallwood could uh, get ten touches and do some work. Maybe like sixty yards, five catches, and he could uh, he could be like seven to maybe a touchdown. So Wendell Smallwood's is not a bad flex play if you have to. Um, that's about it. Zach Ertz. I guess I'll touch on him. He's like the number one tight end. He's just a freaking beast. So, I guess with what I said, that means Philadelphia is going to probably score about. Geez, over. Geez. Unless they just go up and milk the clock. But my prediction for this game is 34 to 13. Eagles. They keep it hot. All right, Buccaneers. Versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, Jameis Winston was kind of banged up. He had his, uh, he was kind of banged up. They're two and four against Carolina, who's four and three. Um, Winston's, I, uh, he's actually a tough, I, I don't think I'd start him this week. If you got some better options, Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton, uh, and even Jacoby Brissett, I mean, I, I don't like Winston this week. Um, I don't like Tampa Bay overall this week, actually, at all. Um, Deshaun Jackson maybe could catch, he might be the bright spot and catch a long touchdown. But other than that, O.J. Howard, nope, he's going to get a catch or zero catches. Uh, Cameron Brait, uh, nope, he's going to get. 30 yards, maybe, two catches, three catches. And if they're in the red zone, one of them maybe score, but no. Mike Evans, I. I no, I, I don't. I mean, he'll be a wide receiver two, but not a wide receiver one like everybody drafted him as this week. I think he gets 73 yards and six catches, no score. Um,. I just think Carolina's defense is pretty darn good. Um, I think that's all the... Doug Martin, he's pretty good. He's been... He was a good weight after the first three weeks suspension. He'll probably get 60, 80 yards, but... um, Maybe a score two. But, I don't know. I'm not a big... I I just have a feeling that Panthers are going to do pretty good against the Buccaneers. Um So I guess we'll go to the Carolina Panthers, and it's more thinking about the defense rather than the offense. Cam Newton, he's got a good matchup. He's been up and down this year. uh, But I don't think – I think he has an okay game. I think he does. Not a lot of passing yards, maybe one passing touchdown. He'll get maybe 40 rushing yards, no rushing touch. I I think he gets like 12 to 16 fantasy points for Newton. Funchess, I think he's a good play. Same with Kelvin Benjamin, Um, mainly for PPR for uh, Funchess. I think he gets 6 to 8 targets. I think he'll uh, catch 5 to... I think he'll catch five balls for 60, 70 yards, so it's a low-end wide receiver two, wide receiver three, mainly a wide receiver three for Fonches Benjamin, wide receiver three again. I think he's going to have a low yardage but a chance to score. Uh, Greg Olson is a, is a pickup. He'll be back and at the end of uh, about a month from now. He's available, so you can pick up Greg Olson and stash him if you need to, but... There's talks. I mean, we can go to McCaffrey. He's obviously a beast in PPR. There's talks about cameras Artist Pain uh, getting more looks, but I don't buy it. I just, I just don't buy that. So McCaffrey, I think he's going to be a flex play, even for PPR. I mean, maybe a low end or running back too, but I think the. And Ed Dixon, I'll base touch on a little bit. I don't know what to think about Ed Dixon to be honest. I would just not start him with confidence any week. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina winning this game by a field goal, I and mean, it's going to be low scoring. I'm going to go with uh, 17 to 14, Carolina. Houston, Seattle. Man, Houston and what one of their uh, coordinators or coaches or general men, I don't know, someone said something bad. A prison inmate, something, something. And at least DeAndre Hopkins walked out, and some of the other teammates were going to walk out. And that situation kind of scares me, especially with uh, them being at home against Seattle with the 12 man. So. I originally had Deshaun Watson in my starting lineup over Alex Smith. That's a tough choice this week. But I decided to slide in Alex Smith over Deshaun Watson mainly because of this recent news. like That team might be kind of deflated. But uh, my strategy is I believe Watson plays. He does play at like 3.05 Central Time. And then Alex Smith plays that Sunday – no, Monday night. So if I need some upside, I'll probably start Watson. I'll swap him in after the noon games. But right now I'll have Alex Smith in. So Watson, I think he's going to score 12 points to 16. And he might score not very much. I I don't know. I just have a feeling that Houston with this stuff is just not going to go well especially being at home Seattle might just blow him out so yeah Watson uh, he's he's a he's obviously got the talent he's been a beast but he's sketchy for me this week uh, start him with not very confidently but he's got that dual threat so there's always some of that that floor safe floor DeAndre Hopkins nope I wouldn't start him I just uh, I think even if you have him, I think there's a lot of people you can start over him. Like, if you have DeAndre Hopkins, if you have any other wide receivers uh, that have good matchups or anything, start him over DeAndre Hopkins and don't be afraid to bench him. Uh, Will Fuller, again, bench him. I I just, I'm scared about Houston this week against Seattle. Um, Lamar Miller is the only guy I actually kind of like on Houston for a safe 10 points. uh, He'll get his volume. Um, Yeah, so like 80 yards, possible score for Lamar Miller. That's about the the best guy I like on Houston. Um, Overall, tight end, they don't really have much. Uh, Seattle will go to Seattle. Oh, Russell Wilson is turning it up like he does usually in the second half of the season. Um, Doug Baldwin is turning it up. He, I mean, he had a good last week. He's been kind of disappointing, but... I think I think they continue their success, even though Houston's defense has been pretty good lately. Uh, well, same with uh, Jimmy Graham. I think Graham. No, I don't think Graham's gonna have a good week. Actually, I think Graham's gonna have like two catches for twenty seven yards. I don't think he's gonna have a good game. Paul Richardson, on the other hand, I do think he's gonna have a good game. I think he's gonna be the best wide receiver's best wide receiver for the uh, Seattle Seahawks this week. I think he gets 60 yards in a, in a decently long score, so fire him up as a flex, low and up wide receiver, too, based just on my feeling, sports puzzle feeling. Um, uh, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, I mean, it's a Rawls and Lacey show. Lacey actually looked like the better runner, so I wouldn't mind certain Lacey as, like, a RB2. He might score this week. I think he might get, like, a eight-yard reception touchdown in the red zone. So, yeah, Lacey might be a hot a hot pickup next week um, on the waivers because Rawls probably won't get much, and Lacey might show something here. So I'd, I'd fire him up as a flex play. Um, that's about it for Houston-Seattle. I'm thinking Seattle's going to, based on Houston's weird stuff going on, and I mean, they're coming out of a – by which is usually good, but I still think Seattle, the 12th man at home, kind of crushes them. Like 20, 20, uh, 28 to 17, maybe less for Houston. All right, so Dallas versus Washington, both three and three teams. Um, Dallas with Zeke. Zeke's been a beast. You start him, obviously, RB1. Um, Tony Romo, you start as a broadcaster. Apparently, Tony Romo's got a bunch of hype with broadcasting, and actually, I'm on the train. He breaks down the game, and he's pretty darn good. So, let's fire him up in the broadcasting fantasy team. Um, Des Bryant, Norman's back. Uh, I don't think he gets many yards here, but he might. Score so obviously you're going to start Des Bryant though against Washington. Um, he's a wide receiver, too. Terrence Williams, no. Um, Dak Prescott, he's been a beast this year, like top five quarterback. You start him, you start him, you start him, you start him. Um, not he might have maybe 15 points this week, might not have the best week, but he's going to be all right the rest of the year. I like him a lot um what else do we got here really nobody else for Dallas I mean Cole Beasley actually he's kind of due so he might score get some points but uh yeah I don't know So yeah, that's about it for Dallas Dan Bailey you're not starting because he's injured and I forgot I think I got Mike Nugent was it Mike Nugent that they got for their kicker. He, you could probably pick them up and start them if you want to. All right, to Washington. I think uh, Cousins is a really good quarterback, and I remember saying this when he was available, the Vikings should have got him, but nope. Um, so, yeah, I think Washington, Kurt Cousins should have a good game. Troll Pryor is benched now, apparently, for Josh Doxson. I'm certain docs in the league. I I'm just gonna roll with them. I think they give him targets now. I think they want him to be. They draft him as the number one. I think he's gonna be the number one. He's got the talent. Um, I I'd start him this week as like a flex play. Like no problem for sure. He's got the upside, so why not? Uh, Trail Pryor bench. Don't drop him. Um, Jordan Reed came on huge last week, and I was offered a trade for. What was the trade? Um it was Jordan Reed, Melvin Gordon, and uh it was basically those two were the main for Hyde Burita and Um Hyde Burita, and AJ Green and he he was throwing Garcon too. <laughs> So, um. So I don't know. There's Riley making his appearance on the podcast doing a little bark. Um, yeah. So yeah, that trade I I rejected anyways. I don't even know if that was understandable. So I'll just kind of skip over that. Um, Washington, pretty much talked about the guys. So yeah, I like I like Washington, but I also like Dallas. This is a tough one. This is gonna be a good game. I'm excited for this game, actually. Um, I am going to go. Well, I gotta talk about Chris Thompson and Rob Kelly. Actually, Rob Kelly, I think is gonna be a good, a good running back to target and trades. Um, I think he's gonna be in standard leagues, especially. I think he's a good target. Um, I I think he might be an RB2, low end RB2 going on, and you could probably snag him for RB4 value probably. So I'd start him this game. And Chris Thompson PPR leagues. I'd also start him. Um I like him a lot. He passed the eye test. He does he he's an NFL player. He does things right. Um yeah. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to roll with Washington this game. Uh it's going to be a close one. Um score 20 Man, it actually might be high scoring. I'm going to I'm going to bump it to 30 31-28. It's going to be close. Thirty-one twenty-eight, Washington. That's my prediction. Okay. Um, wow, 55 minutes. Uh, so we have a Sunday night and a Monday night game left. Um, Sunday night, Pitt-Detroit. Should be a, actually a pretty good game. I like that matchup. To uh, pits five and two detroits three and three uh hoping detroit falls in this game because i'm oh, hoping the vikings can take control of that nfc north this year and make the playoffs uh but detroit's a solid team uh so we'll go to pittsburgh juju smith blah 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 lost his bikes i can't believe how much they're talking about that i think it's absolutely ridiculous but um Martavis Bryant is being benched. Antonio Brown, you start him, obviously. Ben Roethlisberger, he's questionable as a QB1, top 12. Um, I'd still start him, though. Um, uh, What else we got cooking here for Pittsburgh? I mean, Le'Veon Bell is going to do the grunt work, and Antonio Brown, I mean, this is what's going to happen. So start both of them. Ben Roethlisberger is, meh. But if you need to, I... He, he could get a screen pass to Le'Veon or a big pass to Antonio Brown. There's always, I, I like Roth as a quarterback just because of the talent around him. So he's kind of safe for me. That's all I'm going to talk about them. Uh, Detroit. Uh, Stafford. I like them this week. Pittsburgh's defense been stepping up. They're young. They're fast. Um, but yeah, I'd start Stafford. For sure, again, kind of questionable. No, I, I he's definitely a QB one for me. He's pretty much always a QB one for me. Um, but no, Kenny Galladay. Not that that matters much. But Marvin Jones might have a pretty good game. I'd serve him as a flex. Uh, Kelvin Johnson. Uh, wait, he's not in the league anymore. Uh, yeah, Amir Abdullah. Abdullah. He could be pretty good this game. I think he needs to mature as a runner, though, because from, from what I've seen, he does a lot of east to west sometimes and maybe a little bit too much. tries to do too much and just needs to go north-south, but he's elusive. He's elusive for sure and fast, so I like him. PPR especially, I like him. I mean, RB2. Uh, and what else do we have here? Golden Tate. Is he back this No, I don't think he's back. No, he's not back this week. So actually that does damper Stafford a little bit against Pitts. Stafford, yeah, he he's gonna be a questionable QB one this week. But Um Theoretic, I thought he'd be more involved, but he's just not getting any catches and just not doing much this year. So I'm Man, Detroit without Golden Tate. Pittsburgh's kind of been good lately. I'm gonna my original pick this was Pittsburgh versus Seattle for the Super Bowl, and I my coworker asked me, and it's not looking too bad. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Pittsburgh this game. I don't think there's gonna be, man. I don't know how this game's gonna go. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh twenty four, Detroit thirteen. All right, what do we got? Almost had an hour. Wow, that was a quick hour. I'll talk about the Monday night game. I guess Denver, KC. This game is going to be awesome. I'm going to watch all of this game probably. Um, the Broncos are three and three, and the Chiefs are five and two. Um, Trevor Simeon has not been that good lately. He, the past two games, he I don't know. He hasn't been that great. Uh, Demarius Thomas is probably the only Bronco I'm starting with confidence. Jamal Charles is going against the Chiefs, his former team, and he'll probably get expanded looks, which the sources say. So, I I can see Jamal Charles scoring a touchdown this week for sure, but he won't get any more targets. CJ Anderson, he's a flex play for me. Not too confident much more than that. Demarius Thomas, like I said, I, I'd start him as a low end. He's like a wide receiver to three. He just doesn't find the end zone, which has, which limits his ceiling. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is questionable. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not, but even if he does, uh, I wouldn't start him in standard leagues, uh, PPR leagues maybe, but I don't know if he's going to play. Um. I haven't been talking about the Titans too much overall on this podcast, but um yeah, that's enough for Denver. KC, the Chiefs, uh I'm i I'm a fan of Andy Reid and what what they're doing. Uh Kareem Hunt, just a freaking beast. I did make a comment to my to my buddy Rant and Randy who drafted him this year and I Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's too early for him, but obviously he could have been drafted in the first round and that would have been just fine. Um, So, yeah, he is a beast. You got to fire him up and expect double digit fantasy points from him. He hasn't been fine in the end zone lately, but he gets volume. He gets touches. He's talented. Easy RB1, even against Denver. Um, Alex Smith. Yeah, that's the guy I'm certain over. Sean Watson. I'm. Yeah. I'm hoping he does decent. I think the Sunday night at home, prime time, is going to give him a little boost. I'm hoping. Uh, but I don't know about Tyree Kill. It's going to come up to Tyree Kill and Alex Smith for me if he has a good game. Because if they if Denver shuts down Tyree Kill, then Alex Smith could struggle. Um, Travis Kelsey... Is a very elite tight end, um, but again Denver defense, you just don't know if they're going to bring it or I mean they always bring it. But Alex Smith is a pretty smart quarterback, so he could exploit it and do something. But I'm I'm expecting, I'm hoping at least for just 14 to 18 points for Alex Smith. That's what I'm going for. Um, Tyreek Hill is just. I don't think he's going to be consistent this game like he's been the other weeks. I mean, he might get some more rushes, maybe three rushes this game. But he, he's going to need a long score to, like always, I mean, he's got that ability. But I think he this week especially, he's going to need a long score to be a good fantasy player. Um, but sure, Kanduk West is back. So... Um, he could you could pick him up if you're a cream hunt owner and you got some other backup running backs. I, I'd recommend picking up Char West just in case, because uh, he does know the offense and Randy Andy Reid would probably feed him. Uh, so I'm gonna predict this game. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with KC beating Denver. Um, I'm gonna go could be defensive it might not be that much scoring here i'm gonna go 20 20 to 17 the chiefs and yeah that pretty much wraps up the sports podcast and uh i was kind of yeah that was that was winging it i didn't prepare for anything But then I just realized that I don't have a puzzle prepared um, for this podcast, which I need to have every podcast. So let me think of something real quick. Okay, I think I got something. All right. Um, It's a popular drink with Coca-Cola. So here's the sports puzzle. Again, the rules are the first person to tweet me on Twitter, obviously, at Sports Puzzle, at Sports Puzzle, all one word. The answer to this brain teaser sp- er puzzle. Um, I'll give you a shout-out like I did earlier in the episode. Um, so here's the clue. It's a popular drink with Coca-Cola. You don't know. Boom. And the next is blank rules blank rules um yeah i think that should be good enough to so this is an nfl player currently playing um i hope that was enough to give you the clue to the the puzzle and for you to get an answer so yep this has been about a little over an hour here on saturday night i'm stoked for tomorrow um again i'm a diehard vikings fan we got some guys going to a place in Burnsville, Minnesota, for some breakfast and probably some some early drinks. I'm watching the Vikes game in London. Um, so go Vikes, Skull, and uh, peace out, sports homies.